Hello and welcome to another exciting, fantabulous uh, episode of uh, Lions Rolling. Hang on, hang on. My phone buzz. Oh. I thought you forgot. What is the name of this podcast again? Yeah, what's the name of the podcast? One more time. <laughs> is it Yalabad? No. <laughs> okay, let's try it again. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to Lion City Rock, the only podcast about Singapore's pop music scene that you'll ever need. Yeah. And uh, this morning, it's, it's me, Chris, and, and my co-host, Kevin. <laughs> Say hello, Kevin. <laughs> hello, Kevin. <laughs> How you been? How you been over the past week or so since our last uh, rendezvous? Rendezvous or whatever you want to call it. Well, kind of doing the usual thing. I, you know, I'm in school and stuff. But other mm-hmm. than that, uh, trying to figure out uh, how to make use of all the crazy AI tools that are out there. Ah, so, right. like, yes. I, man- I don't know whether you've seen it, but I actually managed to animate and voice the just an image of the, you know, the cover of Faust. You know, the, right. the, the, the lady yep. robot, right? Yep. So yep. I found an AI that managed to make a... You can type it in and it animates the the image. So she talks. Oh, right. Yeah, so oh. you can see it. I put I posted on the socials like, it is mind-blowing, you know. Anytime I look at it, I'm like, this can't be real, right? You know, but that's <laughs> like really like almost like a bare minimum thing that it can do now. Right, right, right. That kind of thing, you know. So it, it, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So things like that. Lah. So uh, also kind of like then thinking about how to kind of promote the next, uh, I mean, the, the two releases that are out now, the new ones, which is mm-hmm. the other one, which is the Rondo Vital- Vitale, right? Right, right, the, yeah. Is, which is called, okay, something in Italian, which I now I can't remember. But it's also Italian for kind of broken glass. Okay. <laughs> so that's terrible, right? I think it's Vetro Rotto. That's what it's called. So I call right. Rondo Vitale is this kind of alter ego, like this Italian 70s producer, mod- right. modeled on right. Giorgio Moroder, basically. So if you see all the images, the promotional images, he looks like that. Yeah. Right. So then that's that's out also, as well as the third Kimek uh, uh, single for this year, which is the with, Delicat. With the, the Rondo, the Ron, Ron, let me Rondo Vitale. <laughs> Rondo Vitale. Yeah. Rondo Vitale. So that one, I mean, what is it's a is, is that the name of the it's the the track it's is the name, okay. So the the name of the yeah. track is 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 Vetro Rotto, which, which is Vetro Rotto. Broken okay, okay. Glass. So that's the yeah. name of the track. But Rondo yeah. Vitale is the act. yeah. Uh, okay, so the okay. concept behind that is it's obviously everything is made out of the box again. It's Logic Pro, mm. but it doesn't sound electronic. It's supposed to sound like real instruments this time. So it's more... Oh, okay. Okay. So organic. it's quite different from the K-Max it's stuff. Different, yeah, it's different. Totally different from K-Max stuff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, why is keep throwing the shit on the wall, right? And see which one stick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've only just... Well, not, not only just, but I was going through a bad bout of food poisoning mm, yeah, for about a yeah, week. Yeah. <laughs> mm, wow, bummer, man. <laughs> how are you around. feeling now? Okay lah, okay lah. I mean, I'm still, I'm still on this miracle painkillers that the the doctor gave, which is like okay, seriously amazing, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, 
I mean, I as long as you don't, don't see pretty lights, oh, I think. Yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't gotten to that stage yet. <laughs> you know, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> no, the reason why I brought that was because I, was, I wanted to go down for this gig that was happening uh, on the day that I got the food poisoning. Oh, uh. the, that same day, I wanted to go down for this gig um, with this uh, guest who we have on today. Today, we have a special guest on and I was going to go meet him for the gig. But the thing happened, and I was just like, you know, like, no, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, this person that we, we, uh, we have a guest, a special guest on today, because I think, um, you know, he probably has the most knowledge of every, I mean, more knowledge of all the live music that's happening in the Singapore scene than yeah, 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 yeah. two of us combined. I think, I think that's fair to say. It's fair to yeah. Say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, I first, I first, uh, you know, got to know of him. I think a few years ago. Um, I think, I mm. think you, Kevin, were the one that, that mm. mentioned that. Oh, I know this guy who like, you know, probably go for gigs, <laughs> and he has all these, you know, all these musicians and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. It's so hard. Cool. It's hard not to mention him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, when you're talking about when you're talking about uh, uh, the local music scene. Mm. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he definitely, he definitely knows his stuff when it comes to bands and local music in Singapore. Yep, yep, uh, yep, among, yep. among other things. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's bring let's bring him on, man. Um please put your hands together and have a warm welcome for Mr. Bas Linders. Yay. Woo-hoo! Yay. Hello Bas. Hello, how are you? How are you today? Uh a little bit nervous. I'm afraid of this uh, I'm, 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 a, I'm afraid I'm going to say something stupid and put my foot in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, like Kevin and I do that every Yeah, week. we do that all the time. <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, you know, yeah, we noticed on your socials that you just actually was at a gig yesterday night. Yes, Pound, Pound Town at uh, Phil Studio, Park Lane, Park Lane Mall. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting because, uh, you know, I think uh, we, even like for Kevin and myself, I mean, we... we, we I mean, in our <laughs> in the recent years, we haven't had uh, obviously with COVID and all that kind of stuff. There, there weren't many gigs going on, but now that everything has reopened again, I mean, like yeah. we haven't actually have had the time or all the gumption to actually head out to to do all to to watch as many gigs as I personally. I personally would have liked to see see mm. a lot more, but I just don't have time. Um, but uh, but you have been like regularly or, or religiously, I would say. <laughs> Going for every single thing that says concert tickets, <laughs> and true, and <laughs> true. But but maybe maybe we can talk about like how how did you get into it? Like I have you always been like a, a big fan of music ever since? Uh, you know? Yes, yes. So growing growing up, always always had music in the house. Grew up with uh, uh, you know my parent parents playing like Pink Floyd, uh, Sting, oh. um, you know Supertramp. So, so I, I grew up with uh, with some good stuff, um, yeah. and always always liked going to to concerts and so on. Um, right. But never never really been as involved and and as active with a local scene as I've been here. Uh, oh. Okay. Because now it's it it's more possible here than it was in Europe. In Europe, right, it, right. it's. Um, <clears throat> I mean, if you're going for the, the 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 regular show, so to speak, right? The non the non local shows, you you have to decide quite early because things will sell out, 
Um, right, right. And okay, uh, okay. with my with my job and my travel, that would sometimes be a challenge. So I I would actually not go to that many concerts unless I really was like, okay, this one I I will not miss, and I'll I'll make sure I won't have a work trip in that week or something. Right. But uh, yeah, never really got involved locally in 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 the Netherlands, for example, when I was there. But yeah, here here uh, it it became it became quite easy, and uh, yeah. Very exciting. <laughs> Very cool. But, I mean, yeah. So, so I think I think we, we should also explain the uh, listeners. Um, you you originally come from the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Studied there. Yeah, I grew up country. there. Studied there. Um, I I have lived in Belgium for about two two and a half years in between. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, born born and raised in the Netherlands, and then I came to mm-hmm. Singapore in uh, early 2013. So it's been just oh, right. Wow. Ten, Ten years. years man. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 So this an anniversary year for you, a big anniversary year for yeah, you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, like, so I mean, maybe like, uh, you know, when you come in here at twenty thirteen, were you like also actively uh, looking out for gigs to go to? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it was interesting, right? Because like one of my one of my colleagues, my my boss at the time, who had lived here before and and had moved mm-hmm. to Sri Lanka for a few years and and had just come back as well. He was like, oh, you know, <clears throat> there's no chance, right? You're not going to find anything here. There's nothing going on. And I think within <laughs> two or three months, I've been to see Deftones. I've been to see Suede. Uh, you know, it was like, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? There's plenty going on. And um, right. I mean, this is also kind of how I ended up getting into into the local scene is is um, in 2014, early 2014, uh, I went to Laneway. Ah, okay. okay. When, when it was still uh, still around yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. you know, loving loving live music. Obviously, I was there. You know, in the heat of the day, first thing, there was um, an Australian band playing that year as well. I don't actually remember their name, but uh, oh. I was standing in <clears throat> in front of the uh, the soundboard um, because yeah. that was about the only area where you could get a little bit of shade. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. The guitarist of that band was also standing there, but on the inside of the soundboard. Right. And uh, the observatory came on. Oh yes. And uh, yes. both our jaws were on the floor, literally just like, oh my god, this is this is ridiculously good. Right. Um And and um, so I after that I I basically you know after Laneway um, I went online and I found all their back catalog and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Some some physical uh, CDs, but mostly mostly downloads. So I was having some trouble with I think one or two of the older albums. They wouldn't work. They, they wouldn't download. So right. I I went on Facebook where I, you know, obviously had found the band online and and that's how I found their 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 um their websites and and so on. So I send them a message like you know um I'm having some trouble. You know is it possible to to get some help? And my my stupid my stupid head was thinking I'll probably get some some management trained yeah. help a help a person um yeah. telling me what to do right and then of course Vivian responded right, right. I was okay. like oh oh wait a minute you know <laughs> of course yeah. right DIY right? Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah. and and so then uh, yeah from there I started you know going to their shows obviously then starting to to um, get to know other bands. Um, mm. That were on the same bill with them, um, you know, mm. and really started rolling into into the local scene in that sense. I wasn't traveling. I, I wasn't super busy at work, so I had a lot of chances to, you know, scoot off at five o'clock and and be at a gig at six or six thirty, even during the weekend stuff. So it was right. uh, it was a good time.
at that point in time also, it's like 2014, 2013, 2014, 2015. That was, I mean, uh, I guess there were, there were actually quite a lot of like local gigs. I mean, mm. you know, that, that whole period, yeah. like, mm. probably what, just for context for people, I mean, you get like people out of the younger players coming up like Again, like ten years since, right? So yeah. maybe, maybe you could give like a a take on like what what you thought of the scene at that point in time, as opposed to you know now. I mean, it's, it's a good question. It's an interesting question. I mean, especially since COVID, things have have really changed. But um, hmm. I mean, give you give you an example. So I mean, one of the, the probably most memorable memorable gigs that I've I've been to. Um, hmm. back then was, uh, I think it was Patrick Chung that organized it. Um, and it was all the way out West at one of the kilns. Uh, um, you know, we oh, have these, okay. these yeah, old kilns that they, yeah. every two years, I don't know if they still do it, but back then every two years, they would load them up, do school projects with pottery and so on. And then they would load up these kilns because they're kind of built against the hills and they take a massive amount of, of, effort to to fire right so hmm. um they would make sure that every two years they do school projects and so on fill them up and then fire them and then um basically what they've done is around that there was some some events organized and it was i think two days and i i didn't actually mention managed to go to the first day because i wasn't aware of that but then the second day observatory was playing and i think i think that's one of the the, the days that that patrick organized and um also had uh stopgap Okay. Which obviously, mm. you know, oh. the guys are, are, are fantastic. Had Obedient Wives Club. Right. Yes. And uh, I think a band that I, I've not heard from pretty much since, uh, the White Trip Movement was also on the bill. Right. Um, and um, and that's that's also when I started getting to know a lot more people in, in bands because I had been obviously with, you know, going through shows and so on and, and getting to know other bands and, and seeing them. I had started buying T-shirts. I'd started buying like their Bandcamp uh, catalogs and stuff like that. Right. And and obviously in a lot of these things, it's not anonymous. It's you know your name is very obvious and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> apparently, I, and I, I we, we have slightly different stories depending on who you ask. Whether you ask me or Lynette from from Obedient Wives Club, but apparently they they her and and Sherry were talking like, hey, isn't that the guy that you know, bought all our, our stuff online and, and, you know, and Sherry was uh-huh. apparently like, oh, let's, let's go say hi. And so Lynette came up to me and that's how I then got introduced backstage, so to speak, which was next mm-hmm. to the tent that was set up um, to all the guys from the bands and so on. Right. And, uh, and uh, yeah, that was, that was one hell of a gig uh, back there. Cause you know, you're out in the boonies, you know, it's, mm-hmm. there was no real restrictions of, of how loud it could be. And, and uh the OBS especially were on fire that night. I remember that that right. they, I think they played an encore as well. And you know, you know, if they play one song encore, you're basically getting another, another 20 minutes. So it's it was, yeah, that's yeah, true. fantastic. <laughs> okay. And, and the interesting part is if you look at that period, right, as you asked, and and also even up yeah. up to COVID, I would say mm-hmm. a lot of the gigs that you would go to, like because I was so involved in the scene across, I would recognize mm-hmm. at least 30, sometimes up to half the crowd. 
right? 30% yeah. half the crowd. Uh, okay. A lot of members from other bands coming to support each other and things like that. Mm. Regular, regulars, a lot of the photographers that you would recognize and so on, right? So, yeah, that's um, right. and that is one of the things that's completely changed. So somehow in what, two, two and a half years of, of lockdown and, and I, I would say probably only about a year and a half of truly no shows, right? Because limited mm. and restricted things started coming back fairly quickly here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least for not not in the pubs and stuff, but at least for the regular gigs. Yeah. Like at Desperate yeah. Bay Beats was back, you know, all all spread out and masked yeah. and heated and all that. But it was back, right? I mean, the, they were putting up shows fairly quickly again. After 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 this this break, basically, mm. the the crowd has completely changed. Yeah. Like last yeah. night, like I said, I mean, I uh, <laughs> if I knew five or six people in the whole the whole venue right. out of a hundred people that were there, right. Um, it was, it's amazing. It's just fantastic to see. And and what's very cool is this is a ticketed gig, mm. right? It sells out, right? right? And if there's merch, the merch flies, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a new generation that yeah. is spending money, that is coming to gig, that's that's hungry for for this kind of experience and for yeah. this energy. Yeah. I mean, last night the, the crowd was just amazing it was intense you know it was just party all the way it was fantastic and i think that that's one of the things that has really changed where the scene was before almost almost inbred if you want right where where everybody knows everybody and it's all it's all together and we're all supporting each other and so on but it's very little influx from outside that seems to have completely turned around and that is i i love it it's fantastic to see yeah I, it may have something to do with the pandemic itself because like you have this bunch of kids who, who are now about 17, 18 and having gone through that period of their, their teenage years, right? Lockdown and, and all that, right? So maybe it's kind of a, 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 you know, a, a kind of a side effect of that, right? Is that now, mm. now that they you know have a chance to do all these things, they really want to do it because they've, experience what it's been like to be kind of locked at home <laughs> they don't want to do that yeah. anymore <laughs> I, I i make the comparison and not to be negative about maybe the past but but like i remember that the times at substation right where you would have an all day you know start at 1 p.m yeah finish at 11 p.m right yeah Gig with with like hardcore punk and so yeah. on right yeah People would complain if the ticket would be ten bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and people would would, you know, you would have to like, oh, if you come early, you can come in for five bucks, kind of thing, right? Yeah, Just right. to get people in for the early bands. Right? Yeah. yeah. And and now, I mean, literally, I I miss out on gigs because I'm like, okay, you know, the I don't know all the bands on the lineup. I know this one is okay. Mm. Uh, you know, maybe something better will come up mm. that I like more, right? And then by the time you want to decide, you know, eh, yeah, <laughs> too late, yeah, sold yeah. out, right? Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I, I love, I love it. I yeah, don't, yeah. I don't mind that, right? I don't mind missing out because of that. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so that was my observation that night at Motisna, right? So mm. as, I, as I was saying, right, it looks like an entire new generation has replaced, right? Yeah. Because I didn't, I hardly recognize anybody. Of course, I, you know, there are some face, old faces that I did recognize. But the majority, yeah, yeah. at least ninety nine percent, right, were yep. kids whom I didn't yep. know at all, right. So which was a good thing, and, and, and it was packed. It was crowded like hell. It was packed, yeah. and the queue and the queue for the merch yeah. was ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, yeah. that's that's yeah. all great, great, good time. Yeah, 
No, it's very exciting times. Yeah, it, it's very interesting that you say that as well because it seems like I mean, this, maybe maybe you can you can talk more about that because it, it seems to me and mm. there are so many of these like, smaller shows happening and because we have all these smaller venues and platforms like like you were mentioning the Phil Studio, yeah. the recent one. Or... Not really. I I no, I don't think so. I don't think no? that's changed that much. No, okay. I think that maybe maybe you're a little bit more aware of it happening than than right, before. Right. Because. Um, even before mm. a lot of these smaller gigs would be happening, the challenge I've always seen mm. with with the local local uh, gigs is is information, right? Finding yeah, out right, what's yes, happening yeah, and correct, where. Correct, right? Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, right. so yeah. very very early on, um, when I when I got involved with the scene, there was a bandwagon, of course. Yeah. Clarence, Clarence had uh, had a website, and he started initially as you know, a gig listing, yes. right? And and uh, it was also, I mean, he made it very clear as well that that obviously one was not going to make him any money and make him able to do this as a business, right? So he he very quickly expanded into into uh, writing and and even organizing and things like that. Yeah, right? yeah. At that time, the the best way to get information about gigs was Facebook. Right, you you had to be connected with people in bands so that they, when they would post about you know a gig they were playing or a gig they were going to, that you then found out what was happening. Facebook events was kind of one of the key mm. key areas yeah. to, to get information. Um, that has completely changed as well now. I mean, obviously Facebook is for for old farts like us, right? Not not for the the seventeen year olds. And even like even on Instagram now, it's there but it's not not all of it mm-hmm. um at this point for example the key information i get is through a telegram group that we have right we have this this local uh gigs sg uh, mm. telegram group and that's where you get most of the information about sort of the the smaller more underground gigs that right. are happening right and um i mean obviously you know i i tried for a while as well to to uh, with singaporegigs.com Right? Yeah, I had, I had right. this website that we were running. We, I think, we ran it for about about two years, maybe a little bit longer. Wow. Um, design design done by uh, Furious, mm. by uh, by Little uh, Little Ong and the team. Um, still, still love the design of that website. I think that was one of the the coolest websites I've I've ever looked at for like you know this kind of stuff. Yeah. Together with. Uh, uh, a guy called Max, a Russian guy that was really involved in the scene at that point. He was kind of doing all the technical stuff in the background. Mm. Yep. So we we were pulling data from Facebook. We were pulling data from the Espinate website, which we actually had contact with to allow us to do that. Because right. in principle, they, they wouldn't allow you to scrape their information yes, from yes. the website. So then we got their IP address and were allowed to do that. Um we would, you know, scrape ticks, We would scrape other other areas. Uh, Cystic, mm. the, the website. We would scrape all the information, and that made it possible for us because it was all electronic. So all I had to do, as I found out about all these events on Facebook, mm. I would add the events to my Facebook page, and then ah. from my Facebook page, right. not my personal, but my Singapore Gigs Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, from that page, then an algorithm would basically pull that information, and we would map, you know, the location. We would map the timing. We would map the bands potentially, as much information as we could get. We would, you know, copy paste into our website, right? 
and and then I would just have to kind of clean up a little bit here and there right. and publish the event. So then right. it became actually manageable. And the reason that the website ended up failing in the end, because we, at peak times, we would have like 800 events hmm. listed <laughs> right. for like future, right? Yeah. Now you got to remember, this includes everything at Esplanade, right. every okay. free gig, right? So every day you have at least one yeah, gig at Esplanade, yeah, at, right? yeah, at least. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and they publish uh, a full month in advance every time, yes. plus then all the, the, the proper gigs longer in advance, right? So that's yeah. a lot already. But yeah, we would also have all the other underground stuff, even the things that were, you know, technically illegal and you <laughs> have to ask bands for locations and stuff like that. I think we've had, you know, a few instances where we got contact from the guys in the band and said, look, uh, better not publish this one because I think we might get in trouble. Oh, right? really? Even if we don't oh. disclose the location. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah I mean, un unlicensed, right? Unlicensed, uh, where, you, where uh, they haven't officially submitted, yeah, like, which yeah. bands are playing, what the, what the lyrics are going to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so um, what happened was that, obviously, Facebook was under a lot of pressure in the U.S. Mm. Uh, with Mr. Zuckerberg being yeah. in, in, uh, in, in, in office, you know, looking very pale and white <laughs> and having to explain what he's doing. Um, yes. They changed their API settings. So they changed their output, what you yep. could use from Facebook, because they had to restrict because yeah. of, of um, privacy the data, things and, the data, and data sharing yeah. and all that kind of stuff, yeah. right? So we were not able to 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 fix the feed from Facebook anymore. Right. Oh, and okay, that meant okay. that we basically then had to start doing it manual again. Yeah. And I mean, then you're literally saving a picture, uploading it to your website, copying, yep. you know, the text from an event into your website. Yeah. And that just became way too much work. So that's kind of when it, when it started going downhill and, mm. and it ended up dying, which I mean, it's a shame because I think at, at peak times we were getting, Probably about four to five thousand unique visitors per month. Wow. Okay. That's so cool. it was it was it was doing quite well. Yeah. Wow. That that's a that's a memory. That's a memory. Yeah, because it's quite interesting because like like you said like like uh you know you mentioned earlier like you know your boss was saying oh there's nothing happening here. Yeah. I think I think that was that and and what you say is correct. That's one of the reasons is because people just don't know where to look for it or, or don't, you know, because there's no... People literally would come to me because I was... Anything I found at, before the, before we did Singapore gigs, right? Mm. So anything mm. I would find that I was potentially interested in, I'd put in my calendar. And I would show wow. people, right? I would show people on my phone, like, look, you know, okay. this week... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On and, and they were like, where the hell do you get that information? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. well, you know, you got to know people that know people. But what I, what I, what I also find interesting is like... Um, like uh, the the gigs that that all these people are putting up right now, um, like like you know yesterday's show or even like the one before uh, the week ago, the one that we were supposed to go, <laughs> I was supposed to go meet you for. Um, mm. A lot of a lot of people are finding all these like very nice. Uh, I would say intimate because they only can put up to about hundred plus people per yeah. venue, you know. So people who buy the tickets and who buy the merch and these PDs are. Like we're talking about fans, right? I mean, these are fans who really, really want to be there, and they mm. really, really want to, to, to get in with the band and stuff like that, you know. And I think this is one of the things, obviously, with the substation, um, quote unquote, closing, mm -hmm. right, or, or having to be um, um, returned, mm. um, that took away a, a good size venue for for gigs like this. Mm. Um, mm. 
we used to have a lot more gigs at Aliwal. I mm, think yep. there the price is a little bit different, uh, if I if I understand people correctly. Mm-hmm. So that's not that active anymore. And I mean, other than that, the smaller venues, the the like up to fifty kind of studios and and things like that, they'll always come and go, right? We've right. had Pink Noise, yeah. Uh, you know that that was about probably 40 to 50 people yeah, max if say, you, yeah. you know you want to cram it in um and and you've got venues like that now right so you've got like uh tone house mm-hmm. does fairly regular uh gigs also at at park lane mall mm-hmm. that can hold about 35 so it's tiny yeah right um there is more intimate sort of singer songwriter sessions for example at, at sailor studios yeah uh, which is is a very nice place as well. That's a is that the one at uh, Pilot? No, not Pilot, but Mac, uh, Ubi. Is it? Is that the one? Uh, yeah, I think that's near Ubi. Yeah, yeah. Krista and, and Krista Joy and one other person right. running yes. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's and that's again that's a space that can probably hold about thirty to thirty five people. Mm-hmm. You know, right after COVID, there was a little bit of a of a challenge with some of the spaces i mean mm. we had a really nice space in in uh in, in golden mile golden mm. mile complex yeah uh for a while uh room for 416 yeah uh, that probably 150 maybe even 200 was possible mm. there is i mean there's a nice space at uh at grid next to park lane mall mm. uh, on level five which is basically a big black box right that that can probably that can probably go up to about 200, maybe 250, depending on how you do set up. Um, but I, again, I don't know what kind of you know cost there is for those kind of places, of course. Right. right? So that's. Right. But there's a, a few gigs happening there now and again. Um, there was a, a Canadian band played there a couple of weeks ago, uh, Soft Cult, uh, mm-hmm. supported by uh, by Blush, um, and that was well attended as well. I wasn't. I don't think it was sold out, but it was you know a good a good 150, maybe close to 200 tickets. Wow, okay, okay. I mean, like, what do you think? Is there, apart from, like, just these groups and stuff, like, do you, do you see the scene, maybe, like, how, 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 how else can these people, like, pack it in? Especially, I mean, a lot of the bands that do these gigs are also fairly young bands these days. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is the right, the, the right age for, for, for... Yeah, I mean, look, I, kind of shows. it's, it's, there's, I mean, there's a couple of things, right? That are, that are, that are for me, mm. opportunities at the moment, right? Mm. Um, locally, I think bands should slowly start raising their prices, right? It, it's already, mean? well, I mean, tickets, <laughs> tickets last prices. night, ticket prices, oh, ticket okay. prices ticket. last night were eighteen bucks uh, pre, oh, prior, pre-show right? yeah. and 20, 20 bucks at the at the door, right? right? And I think they usually they leave like five tickets for at the door or something like hey, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and and it sells out easily, right. like easily sells out. Not not like ooh last minute. No, it mm. easily sells out. Right. So next one, twenty. Start with twenty. Right. Go twenty five. Right. Right. Yeah. If that works, go to twenty two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Start. Start. You know. Start pushing the boundaries a little bit, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like I was talking about before, it, it used to be a real problem for certain gigs to ask more than 10 bucks, yeah. Yeah. right? Oh, yeah. That clearly is not the problem anymore. No, right, right. right. Okay. The new generation clearly is willing to spend. Mm-hmm. 
has the money, use it, right? Yeah. Push that so that you can put it back in the scene. Not not to get yourself rich, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you do the math, right? You've got the venue. You gotta. You want to pay the band something. Yeah. You gotta have people doing sound. Yeah. Uh, you gotta have people doing door. Now, of course, a lot of that will be like friends helping out and so on. Right. But you know, if if you think about this properly economically, like how can I get the most out of this so mm. I can put that back into the bands, back into the scene, pay for my for my uh, practice sessions, for my for my studio time, etc. Yeah. etc. I mean, you're never gonna get rich, right? Let's be very clear, because this is the other part that I want to talk about, which mm. is which if you truly as a band wanna aim to make somehow a living out of music, right. I would I don't want to I don't want to say move out of Singapore, but get the hell out of Singapore, <laughs> yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. If you live here, right? But you gotta aim bigger than that. If I look, for example, right, at a band like Cactus Cactus, mm -hmm. right? You guys I think have had Isaac on, right? Yeah. He he's he's such a driver in in the scene, right? Yeah. By by having Big Duck and organizing with his guys uh, gigs and stuff, but also with his band, you know, he's they just announced a whole bunch of gigs in Malaysia. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think they're going to play a festival in 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 Thailand, Thailand. at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, um, if you think about the bands that are really doing well, you know, mm -hmm. not just locally, but into, I mean, Warm Rock, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, they're very niche and they're very underground and all that. Yeah. They just came back from a fifty day, <laughs> fifty dates, fifty dates tour of Europe. Yeah. That's what you and they. I mean, they had to reprint T-shirts two or three times during the tour. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, that's how it's done. Yeah, right. That's how you. That's what you got to aim for. You got to start looking at yeah. how can I build connections, build relationships, at least in the region, if not even beyond. Right. Yeah. Singapore is is, I mean. Dick Lee might be able to make a living out of out of music, but I don't think many people else, right? Just right. To, just to put things into perspective. I mean, we had a conversation about this on 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 chat recently as well, and I made the comparison and said, look, you know, you think a band from New York, right, which is possibly a reasonably comparable uh, city, you know, right. with probably much more thriving art scene, yeah, uh, uh, as far as acceptance goes, yes, right, yeah. locally. Um, you think a New York band will say, oh, I'll just play my shows in New York and I'll be good? No. Of course not. Mm -hmm. Of course not, right? So right. you gotta you got to think about Singapore as, as the way it sits in the region and the way it sits in the market. Mm. You've only got 6 million people here. Even if 1% of those buys your album, you're yeah. not going to make yeah, no money way like that to, yeah. to live, right? Yeah. You cannot. Yeah. Because just... Just numbers wise it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work in your favor. It doesn't add up. Right? Yeah. It doesn't add up. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't add up. Look just if you just look and, and and it really depends as well, right? As a band, if you're just enjoying making music and you want to just play gigs when you want to play gigs, you know, push these local shows and and, right. and play as much as you can, right? Like my my current new favorite band is is Bellied Star. Fantastic! They're like three kids. I think they're all under eighteen. Um, they play with an energy that is ridiculous. Right. right. Um, they're playing bloody grunge kind of, you yeah. know, vibe yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. Right. They, they regularly will cover Nirvana. Yeah, yeah. And make you feel right, like yeah. a very old man. Um, 
you know, because I remember that when it came out 30 years ago, stuff like that. Right? Um, you know, a band like that, if they want to push, right, they they will need to start thinking very, very soon about how are we going to create, because they have a following locally, very clearly. They, they, right. they, they will, people will go to the show because of them, right? Right, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I literally just bought a ticket for for 17th of June when they're playing again. I'm like, wow. okay, I don't know much of the other bands on the on the lineup, but they're playing. Right. I haven't got anything else yet. Screw it, I'm going. Right. <clears throat> so so they have that kind of energy and that kind of connection with the crowd. Yeah, the, 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 there's a choice there for them, right? If they really want to push this mm. and and see how far they can take it, they got to start thinking now yeah. about how do I build in the region? How do I build? Outside of Singapore, right, yeah. right. I mean, right, I think, yeah. I think, I mean, a good uh, example for them to follow would be someone a band like Forest. Yeah, yeah, they're all in the US right now. Yeah, um, right. that's what I mean. Yeah. And and talk talk about a following, right? They, I don't know if you guys heard what happened to them. They got their stuff nicked out of the van. They got stuff stolen. Yeah. Wow. Daryl's bass and like pedals and cash box and and a whole bunch of stuff got stolen. They started a GoFundMe page, and within one day, I think they raised twelve thousand dollars. Mm. So they closed it down again. Yeah. Because it was like I, I went the day after to see if I could contribute. Yeah. And then they had closed it already because they're like, oh, okay, yeah. we got enough. We, we have yeah. enough to continue to yeah. tour. No worries. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they have. It was already even before COVID when they played Bay Beats on the outdoor stage when it was still the outdoor message stage. I mean, right. Daryl didn't have to sing. You know, the yeah. crowd was just was yeah. so loud. Yeah. He didn't have to sing. Yeah. Everybody knows their lyrics. Yeah. They've yeah. got this power following. And you're absolutely right. They're touring the U.S. right now. Yeah. I think they're doing and – that, and that's a very – I mean, also, like I said, Cactus Cactus. I mean, they're maybe not quite at, at that level yet as Forrest has grown to. Mm-hmm. But they they have the same attitude. They have the yeah. same intention. Yeah. Yeah. They have yeah. the same energy of, of looking beyond. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, those are absolutely the bands yeah. to look up yeah. to for it. Talk talk to to uh, Nick from from Marijana as well, for example, right? He's very very good at at getting these relationships going. Yeah. Find out what these bands are doing, who their contacts are. Start building, right? Start building yeah. these relationships. So 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 what I find is that like like okay, we talk about Forrest and we talk like Isaac on it. These these guys they are kind of you know they know what to do kind of thing. They do their own research. Urge, they have you know they have they have their own kind of uh, motivation uh, and they ha- yeah. and they have the you know the right attitude and all those things and I find that basically right because like in Singapore right for years <clears throat> you have all these things like <clears throat> budding band uh, baby beats like and your uh, noise like apprenticeship or that it's all bullshit like the end because seriously because these guys like Forrest nobody had to tell them what to do right and look the way they are now. Right. Well, I mean, look, there's there's um, there's two sides to that for me. I think mm. you're right in a, in a certain aspect that if if a band is really willing yeah. to to make this happen and puts the energy and 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 so on in, um, you don't need a baby to a noise mentorship yep. to to get that done. I look at the other side of some of the bands because I think part of what those kind of mentorships also bring are how how you drive your craft, how you drive your your presentation, your stage presence and things like that. Look at a band like Coming Up Roses. Mm. I think they actually did benefit quite a bit from going through Babies as a budding band, right? Where right. They, okay. they maybe got a little bit more focus on certain things. They I think they already had a lot of good ideas and all mm. a good direction. But I feel that possibly they did benefit from some of that. So I, I think it kind of depends on 
the, the band, the growth path that you're already on. Hmm. Um, I, I do agree with you, Kevin, that it's it's definitely not a must, right? There's plenty no, of bands no. that do it without, right? <laughs> yeah. And and I, I do agree with you that, you know, the almost iconic status of I've I've played baby, yes. I, I've made it now. Well, that that obviously again coming back to, you know, Singapore is Singapore and it's six million people and you're never gonna make money out of out of Singapore. Right. That that attitude needs to change, right? But I don't necessarily think that a mentorship kind of setup is bad. I think that it, it, the fact that it's very structured and organized is probably a little bit outdated mm. because in reality, uh, if you look at business and you look at business mentorship and so on, like I, I, in my company, I've just taken on a mentee, right? Okay. If it's more natural yes. and you naturally work with people in the scene and you're keen to say, I want to make this grow. I, how do I do this? Yes. Who do I talk to? Yes. Right. It will happen anyway. Yes. You don't need this structured setup for it, right? No. Nope. Because I also yep. think, I mean, if you translate that to some of the quote unquote exchange programs that we've done, right? Mm, okay. Um with with you know um us going to play in New York and 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 Ben's coming back and things like that. Right. Yeah. All structured via you know organizations and so on. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't it hasn't worked very well. What mm. what what works is building relationships, yeah, building yep, connections. Yep, yep. You mm. see it with Momrot, you see it with Forest, yes. you see it with Cactus. Mm. The bands that that do make this happen are the bands that have the connections. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're, I mean, honestly, right? <laughs> for me, right? If, if you're an underground band and you want to know how it's done, start with talking to Amir, right? Yes. And then see, see who he knows, and then go from there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because Amir, Amir yeah. you know, is on all these tours as well. He's always supporting, yep. supporting yeah. these tours and so on. So you, you, you find out, like you find the right people to talk to. Yes. Right? If yeah. you're really that keen, it can be done. Yes. Yeah. Uh, is it ultimately like detrimental to the scene that we have a, a baby's budding bands? No, I don't think so. I don't think it's a bad thing. But I do think that it's overhyped. Yeah, that's my point is that it, it, because we, it becomes like a, a spoke, right? It becomes a rung on the ladder yeah, when yeah. it shouldn't be. Right? Either you do it or don't do it. It doesn't yeah. really matter. I mean, I think right? I think yeah. the, the 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 bigger achievement would be if you get asked to play Baby Beach rather than get there through a budding band. I think that's, exactly that's a bigger yeah. achievement in a way. Ah, right, uh, right, right, right. Yes, right. yes, yes. yes. Which I think is, I think if if I remember correctly, that is how Forrest got to play because I think they never were a budding band. I don't think so, but they did uh -huh. play. Bands. No connections is one thing that that some, that's what I feel also like you know like bands. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean that is one thing again to develop your stagecraft, which I also think is lacking in a lot of bands. Of course, you of know, course, that, that yes, part, of course. You know, like your your whole and it's not just stagecraft, right? It's it's your prep, right? Yeah. Knowing your gear. Yeah, exactly. You know, being professional about showing up and being ready to go and things like that. I think there it can help Benz a lot. But as far as building you up to maybe go overseas and so on, right. yeah, I don't think that that necessarily yeah. is is mm, the yeah. step there, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That 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 is uh, although although uh, although like uh, David right, who we talked to before David, mm. um, I mean, when he was at uh, HG Muso, he was talking about making that his emphasis and focus. I'm not sure how that has worked out. Nah, Who, who's this? Kev? 
David Sale. David yeah, Sale. Yeah, yeah. Wildlife. Yeah. He, he's he's still pushing. He's still pushing. I I had a I had a nice chat with him um, when when uh, we were at uh, at Leonard's for his yard sale at Leonard's Suze. Mm. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, right. he's he's still pushing, right? He's really pushing to try and see where where can we structurally try and build relationships, uh, especially mm. across the region, right? And he's very yeah he's very clear on you know which markets are working, which markets are not. Right. Um, yes. Yeah. If I remember correctly, he mentioned things like like Thailand, Philippines are quite easy to do that type of stuff, right? Where you right. can build up connections, you can build up the exchange, and so on. And and other markets is much harder, right? Like Australia can be very very mm. difficult. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it's, it's much more established, maybe already locally, right? Yep. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, that's the thing because, uh, I mean, I always talk about the comparison with the film side, mm. right? Because the film film side, they have a whole bunch of festivals, yeah, right? And a lot of our filmmakers, that's where they first kind of make their name, mm, right? right? They, they, they win yeah. awards and all these uh, mm. overseas festivals, right? And then they get attention from producers, right? Because people are always looking to fund films, right? Mm. <laughs> so that's where it happens. You have to go overseas and all that. So the same thing has happened for our bands, Right, so it's some mechanism which helped the bands to say, okay, you can go to this festival. Which which are the festivals you can kind of try to to go to and try to help them with all the logistics and and whatnot. yeah. I, I think I think one of the challenges and one of the fundamental differences in in that is that the entry cost to such an event is very different for film compared to music. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Because you know, once you've made your film. Theoretically, as long as you have the right contacts, right, coming back to knowing knowing people and and being able to to get your name out there, mm-hmm. you send your film over nowadays even through the bloody internet right. and it's done, right? Yes. Whereas yeah. the band, there's a there's a big cost if you have an exchange, you know, with a festival uh, in the US, right? And you uh, and you gotta yes, fly true. you gotta fly five band members out. That's yeah. that's a little yeah, bit different, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, um, that, 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 it's it's interesting because. To me, as well, the cost like, comes at different stages. Like. Yeah, because I mean, you could say, okay, we could do this with recorded <laughs> recorded music, right? Mm. But it, to me, that's not the same, right? Because okay. not the same. Yeah, yeah. I find course, even if yeah. you look back to some of the bands that that have totally made it, and 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 you know the big bands. Think about, for example, Metallica, right? Right. The reason yeah. they became so huge was because their live shows just yeah. went nuts, yes. right? Nowadays, we would say, you know, they went viral, yeah. right? But that, yeah, 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 yeah. right? Their live yeah. shows were what made them and, and ultimately grew their fan base. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's what yeah. happened with Forrest, for example. I mean, it's very clear, right? They, yeah. If you yeah. listen to Forrest just on a recording, you, you probably say, yeah, that's, you know, it's clever, it's nice, it's good, it's quality and so on. But do you get what they do when they go on stage and you get the interaction with the crowd right. and you get the energy? Yeah, you yeah, don't. Yeah, right? and and I think they, yeah. the medium is very different. I I I don't know yeah, if that's ever something that's that's going to work, right? Which yeah, and and this is where I mean I remember when when Joshua was at at Espanade, he yes. was he was pushing for some of this, right? Where he was pushing yes. to try and go on on exploration trips almost to yes. to find find bands right overseas and and also locally go to shows and find bands that right that have yep. something that can that can translate right right um yes i mean I, I i was very happy with 
the way the last babies where where uh, some regional acts were mixed in mm-hmm. right i i think that hopefully will lead to you know an exchange yeah. on on other yeah, yeah, yeah. as well right and, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. um and and they brought in you know they brought in some really good bands and and it's also I think exposure to that by you know local bands that are on the same bill with them that maybe talk to each other backstage things mm-hmm. like that yeah 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 that yeah, can yeah, be yeah, huge yeah. right that can be huge I mean if you look at band, yeah, bands yeah. like like uh, Ottoboku Beaver from Japan uh, I think the Japanese if I remember correctly um, I mean their their show was just mind blowing right like on stage presence yeah. and and was fantastic right. And I, and I think if that sort of starts a natural exchange with other bands yeah. here, I, that that to me yeah. is, is good, right? Yeah, yeah. But you know, sometimes it feels like we're running on the spot because all these things that we're talking about now, you know, we've been talking about for over ten years, fifteen years. Agreed, agreed. But <laughs> you know, it's like I, 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 <laughs> I, I I know what you're saying, Kevin, but I do. Uh, coming from maybe a little bit more of an outsider view, mm. I mm. do see a huge difference. I do see a huge okay. difference. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm kind of jaded already. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Very. But I hear all this talk. I hear all this talk now. I get very like. I start to glaze really. Yeah. yeah. It's like. Yeah. I'm not interested. I'm not really. To be honest, love, you're very candy. I'm not interested at all. I mean, look. I mean, <laughs> like we talked before, right? If if a band yeah. wants to make this their job in yeah. a way right their their livelihood they have to push they have to push international they have to push overseas mm. they have to get themselves out there and i i if you look at the amount of bands now that are doing overseas tours you know sobs just played yep. us um, i think yeah yep. and 10 12 shows uh, like you said forest is currently touring we just talked about warm rot right right yeah um yeah. I think I think it is growing. Mm. Is it growing fast? No, but it's it's it it's not gonna be something that just goes boom and then it's there, right? I mean, one of the things that I, I, I've, I've always felt, I, I don't know if you feel the same way, is that we have a lot of these artistic talents, it's just that they're not getting, yeah. you know, the, the business side of the music business is not doing, this, uh, or they're not engaging in that area enough to get all the stuff out there. Um, and, 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 I, and, I, and I do think that, for example, a, a mentor-type program like Baby's Budding Bands or the Noise Mentorship hmm. actually does add some value in that area, mm. right? Mm. About thinking about how do you present yourself? What is your story? What is your goal? Yeah. To me, those kind of things are part of what bands will get out of that, right? Mm. To me, it's just, it's it takes time. It takes time. I mean, the, the key that I think should be a very positive um, sign is the fact that we see this new generation now, right? Mm. Yes, we, yes. <laughs> we we're kind of leaving behind some of the the government inflicted crap from from like the eighties and the nineties, right? Where where yeah. everything just got torn down, yeah, right? And yeah. you had to start building up again. Yeah. Um yeah. 
the fact that that it and it will take generations, right? It it, it it's not like you know you can just make this happen in in four or five years, mm. right? It's gonna take no 10, 15, 20 years yeah. of new people, fresh people, more energy, more energy, more energy, mm. um, to to grow this you know, self-belief in a sense as well, right? Right, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. For me anyway, like, recently just going out to a few mm. more gigs, you know, you can actually yeah. feel that coming from these guys. Um, yeah. Even like, uh, like recently I was watching this, uh, this uh, graduation concert uh, from Poly, Singapore Poly uh, graduation concert. There are these bands coming and I mean, of course, there's a lot of work to be done. I mean, these are just young students who just finished their course and all that kind of stuff. But mm. the fact is like, a lot of them, you could see that a lot of them were willing to put themselves out there, you know, yeah. uh, mm. and, and, and they really wanted to do a show, like a, a yeah. show, show, yeah. Not, not just I'm here playing music and stuff like that. They're, no, they're, no. Yeah, I'm not talking about yeah. that kind of thing. I'm talking about these You know, they wanted to make an impact on, on the audience, which was made yeah. up of, I guess, family, you know, your teachers and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But they really yeah. wanted to go out there and go like, hey, man. I want you guys yeah. to remember me. Yeah. Think about think about the whole. Yes, right? not, correct. Yeah, that, that whole thing, right? Not just, um, do I get the notes right? Make sure the lead, sound is right, you know? Yeah, leads me back to, to Motives, right? The show Motives. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. Where, where there was video in between, you know, mm. they, they have to do quite a bit of tuning in between songs. They covered that very, very nicely, yeah, right? Yeah. By, by not making it crazy or awkward or just silent and so on. Um, as a shoegaze band, obviously stage banter is going to be non-existent, right? You, you're not going to expect that, right? So, so, yeah, yeah. so that, right? And and think about it, right? Because Kevin, you you made some some observations from that show, which I think are valid, right? Like that they're still a very young band, mm. right? They're still probably really looking for their own identity and their own sound, right? You mentioned that they still mm, yeah. sound very much like their influences to a certain extent, right? Yeah. Mm. And I think that's that's fair comments, right? But then you look at the fact that this is their first album launch, right? Their first mm. proper big cool, show that right. they're putting together as an album launch, right? Yeah. You used to put an album launch together in, in, in 2015, 2016, and you know, you'd you'd be happy if you, you know, sold a hundred tickets, right? Mm -hmm. They almost sold out yeah. Annex, which probably they sold about three hundred plus tickets, yeah. right? Yeah. People went nuts on merch, right? Yeah. So you you've got a very different basis to now grow from, right? Yeah. And yep. I think that to me is 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 what we need to look at. We need to look at those maybe not so visible but small things that mm. are different from let's say seven eight years ago already, mm. right? For mm. bands now. And I, and I think that to me is the is are the signs of growth, mm. right? Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's a new generation. I mean, I mean that's a fact. Okay, yeah. because like, because um, like even like for for us in school, uh, two years one and a half years kind of teaching from at home, right? Mm. It's a different thing. Mm. So now only now we are beginning to like you know engage with the students again mm. face to face. Yeah. Right. And, and personally, like that's why I found that it. it's a it's a it's a different bunch. Yeah, they are different. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But, but a lot think, of think about this as well, right? Think about like what are the things that were happening with probably the, the people that are currently in their like late teens to early 20s, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. What were we mm -hmm, doing mm -hmm. with them four, five, six years ago? Invasion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. and that to me, <laughs> right, true. like one of the things that, and, and, you know, I love that, 
I love I love what the team with Invasion were doing, mm -hmm. right? And and I I I think Inch is talking about trying to bring something like that back oh, a different yeah, type good, of good idea. I, I from what I understand, yeah. she's looking to to do something similar again. Um, and I'm, I hope I don't you know spill the milk uh, in this case. <laughs> um, but but that to me, right, is is key, right? Yes, yes. Story to say, the old fuckers like us, right? Mm. We're lost, mm. right? Mm. I mean, Kevin, you even yeah. said it, right? You, the moment people yeah. start talking about oh, future and so on, you start glazing off. Yeah, right? I mean, it's and, just and, a fact, right? Yeah, and similarly, right? The, our generation, in a sense, right? And and I might be a few years younger, but I'm I'm already, you know, definitely an old fart. Now, <laughs> right? um, no, like especially every... locally, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not going to change, right? Mm. It's not going to change. Yeah. yeah. The future of of potential in the scene is with these kids, right? Yeah. And so yeah, what, yeah. what and has it should been be. done, what has been done with invasion is is I mean, you're never gonna be able to measure this, right? But I do feel that what they've done, because that yeah. was aimed at like young teams, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the generation we're seeing now, right? I mean again, uh, yeah, right. that, yeah, you know, yeah, that sub generation. Can we measure that? I, I don't know, right? Yeah. But that's what it feels like. Yeah. Right? It feels like yes. the, the kids that were exposed to that yeah. started getting a very different idea of local music, yeah. mm. local artists, yeah. building that relationship with them, seeing yeah, that, yeah, hey, yeah, you yeah. know, there, there is yeah. this, this is acceptable. This is normal. This is not bad. This yes. is not, you know, localist crap and, you know, there's yeah. nothing good here. No, no, no. It's, it's very different. It's very different. So, yeah. like, ten, let's say ten, 10 years ago, I would have students like, let's say, Jess Real, right? Mm. So Jess Real is my student 10 years ago. Mm. And she was like an anomaly, yeah. right? She was an anomaly because she's this girl who was like really into local music and stuff. Yeah. And like, it was like hardly anybody else like that. No. She's a unicorn, <laughs> yeah. right? But 10 years, but now, let's say, it, it, the, 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 the same students who I'm teaching, right? Uh, who are the same kind of background with her and everything, studying the same thing, right? Maybe you will get maybe three quarters of them who know you can they can identify to you local bands ah, and local right. artists, no problem. Right. Yep. It's very yep. different. It's very I mean, different one, of the, one of the bands yesterday, right? So they're doing the setup, they're doing their line check, etc. Um, they're doing their kind of sound check. They play forest. Wow. Like <laughs> filling, for... filling forest on his guitar, right? Right. And it's like <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah, yes. Exactly. That's Win. when you know. Yep, 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 yep. Right? That's when you know, right? When they come <laughs> when you do the kind of covers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, yeah, I do feel positive. that that you know, yeah, that that type of of influence. I think. I mean, it, like I said, it's impossible to measure, mm. but I think it's definitely undervalued. I think you know what the invasion guys have done is mm. is is groundbreaking for the scene to yes. to to build up that new generation and to help break the stigma. That was yes, beyond yes, that, yes. right? Because we, we yeah. started yeah. off talking about how I got in the scene, right? Observatory, right? And you look at at how restricted they still were in a way, right? Self censorship, yeah, in in lyrics yeah. and things like that, right? Right, yeah. And and the, the yeah. total awareness of what you're working with within Singapore as 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 audience, as the government, as mm. whatever, right? The mm. art scene in general, right? Last night, you know, I. I I can't say too much because people get in trouble, you know. I mean, right? Yeah, but but I mean, but that that is what it is. Uh. I mean, yeah. that is punk. 
that's punk. Well, and it's it's punk, but it you know it's 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 more than that. It's mm. it's a different a different attitude now. It's a different yeah willingness to yeah to go beyond what maybe was safe before, right, or not safe, or yeah. I there's mean, less fear, I think, of that type of you know implication. Yeah. Because like I mean, like just just going by the, by the vids that you 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 sent over and stuff like that, right? Like watching that watching the crowd. Yeah. I was also looking at the crowd that was that was going on, and and yeah, you could tell that the guy they're going with the beat, whatever the guy is doing, you know. And and but although yeah. and but at the same time, you could see that there are some of the people there who are going like, okay, we want to do this, we want to have fun, but we don't want to to like um like hurt or, or anger the, the other guys who also want to have fun. And it was a very yeah. very interesting, respectful kind of in a way, um, yeah. kind of like I want to have fun my way, but. I also yeah. don't want to in, infringe on other people having fun their way, yeah. and but yeah. and it's very very different. Yeah, of course you can see like you know I mean whatever it is that like like you know the how how the dancing and all the kind of stuff, which is very interesting because you go and I I distinctly saw one guy go like oops sorry I actually bumped yeah. into you and I'm well, like wow I, oh, I, that's I, so funny one, you know? one of one of my friends from the UK uh, Martin you, you of Kevin you you know Martin right uh, yes, yes, he, yes he commented a, a, a few weeks back on one of my videos like this is this is the most friendly mosh pit I've yeah, ever seen yeah exactly <laughs> yeah correct right but you're right you're right Chris and yeah. I mean it's it, it's uh again this is this is to me also why like going back to some of the baby things right like mm. I. I've seen situations where, you know, then the security would come in full force, yes. you know, because oh, yeah. somebody oh, was yeah. wearing oh, like was wearing some spikes on, yeah, on their yeah. shoulder, right? In the mosh pit, right? And and I and I would go up to the security and just fucking yell at them, right? Like, yeah. get the hell out of here. You know, why I mean like why do seven people in high vis vests have to come in to tell one guy that he should take his spikes off, right? Yeah. First of all, these kids take care of themselves. Yes, right? Yes. Don't you, I mean? Don't you don't have to worry about it. I mean, will potential accidents happen? Yes, right. We all know that, right? Um, yeah. But it's part of growing up, man. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah, I remember. If, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna want to say something to this guy, you know, have one guy go in, yeah, tap him on the shoulder and say, hey, dude, just you, be careful. You've got yeah. spike. The mosh pit's pretty pretty active. Yeah, you know, maybe you want to yeah. take those off, right? Yeah. You don't have to yep. bring seven people in with flashlights and high vis vests and, and yep. you know yeah. because then you're gonna get a reaction. Yeah. Right? Then you're gonna yes. get like everybody riled up. Yeah. And and then you're Correct. actually creating what you probably feared in the first place. Yes, exactly. Yes. You know, you're gonna actually create the whole crowd to react and, and you're gonna potentially create trouble. Right? Yep. 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 That's yep. true, that's true. Yep. But yeah, I mean, like, so what? What are your? Th- I mean, have you got any? I mean, we don't take up too much of your time, but have you got any? What are your gigs coming up? That what? What can, um, what, can so you when, rec- what can you recommend to people who want to go and check out gigs like this? So 9th of June, we'll have something at my at my living room. <laughs> okay. And uh, I actually, <laughs> as, as I don't want to promote too hard because we only have thirty spaces, right? So yeah, don't all yeah. come. Yes. Um, yes. 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 <laughs> um, but we'll we'll uh, I I can tell you guys up front because you guys are publishing later anyway. So because mm. I, I haven't announced yet, so we will have Renee. Oh, cool! Yeah, we will have uh, Erica, fantastic storyteller, fantastic singer songwriter, and we'll have Krista Joy. Uh, Krista actually just messaged me during during this conversation <laughs> we're having that she's in, <laughs> and that uh, that we're playing, and she'll she'll bring somebody on Cajon as well. 
Um, so that's that's probably the first one after or around when you guys publish this. Mm, mm. Uh, if not sold out already by then, uh, Renee is also playing on. Oh no, that's May. Wait, sorry, I'm going on the wrong month. Ah, bugger. Um, I, let's the, the the show I was just talking about with yeah. Belly Star, where I just bought tickets, is on the 17th of June. Um, right. They have yeah, 17th of June. They haven't quite announced the uh, location yet. So that's got Belly Star. Uh, Martians, Lake Culture, Line Drive, and mm. Fader. Um, it's probably going to be Kaki Bukit somewhere. So that's going to be like one of the, the new uh, studios that they do. Right. Um, and then I've got another show that I've got tickets for already is going to be on the 23rd. Uh, I think there's some inter international acts playing, but there's two, two heavier bands playing locally that I, I really want to see is uh, Marijana and Doldry. Are playing and it's called the show's called Ideas of Evil. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so that's that's a bit of an underground one, uh, right? For sure. <laughs> what a great title! Yeah, yeah, there's there's uh, th those are some of the key shows coming up. There is a few more in June already announced, but I haven't I haven't finished deciding yet. Those are some of the ones where I'm like, mm, let's let's see what comes up, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, okay, well, yeah, so all those, all but yeah, I mean. If you if you want to look at some of the more like undergroundy shows, local shows that you're they're trying to follow, find on on uh, on Telegram. Mm -hmm. um, the group is called Low Dash Cal Gigs SG. Oh, so Low Cal, Cal in one word with a dash in between, and then Gigs SG. Um, I think Chris, I, you 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 got in right already. I yeah. think I've given you the yeah, the, yeah, the I, QR code already. Yeah. Um, we're currently on 1,690 subscribers in that group, so uh, so it's growing. Okay. Uh, I remember cool. a few months ago we were only at a thousand. So, um, and that's, that's well, where a good, lot yeah. of these things are advertised. Mm, okay, okay, yep. So if you guys want to uh, you want to go and uh, come up to Bath and say hello, um, go check out the gigs that he has mentioned. <laughs> big, uh, big tall Angmo with a ponytail, easy to spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very easy to spot yes. in the crowd. He's the you'll be the tallest. The tallest guy there, probably. <laughs> yes, <laughs> indeed. Last night I was not. Oh, there you was, there was some, really? There was some. There was some kids. There was a few Angmo kids, and uh, one of them was actually taller than me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm easy to spot. This, I mean, and honestly, right, going back to the very beginning of me getting involved, this is also how mm. I got to know a lot of people because obviously you go to you know a gig two, three times with a lot of the same people, and it's like I stand out, right? Yeah, literally. So, yeah. literally. so people were like, hey, there's, there's the white guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so, yeah, take a, you know, uh, we will probably put up, a, if it's okay, we put the, the link for, for the local gigs. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure they're, they're, they're fine. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah so just we'll, put, we'll put yeah, that in. You, join, you guys can really sign up for that and uh, you can yeah. get a heads up on all the future gigs coming up. It's, it's not even $30, most of them. Yeah, it's it's like you know twenty dollars, twenty bucks, and twenty five. And what is thirty dollars nowadays, man? Yeah, what can you buy, right? This is our. Uh... Yeah, what can you get thirty dollars? It's like it's maybe cap fair, already you know. <laughs> Starbucks coffee is about that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never know. Oh, like a cigarette. Yeah. So so yeah, uh, we'll put those in the show notes. Go check it out. Uh, and uh, if you guys like this episode, um, you know. Please uh, subscribe, tell a friend, tell anybody. Uh, you can go to, I think, Spotify. You still can do ratings there. On Apple Podcasts, you can do ratings there and you can leave a review. Um, yeah, we'll be doing, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be, I don't know whether we want to, we can try to do one of these like live gig shows again, Kev, like what we did. 
like reviews. Yeah, we like should. Yeah, we, we should. We like should. What yeah. we do with uh, Alex Blake and all that kind of thing. But uh, I mean, it can be uh, it can be more of a postmodern. Open. Yeah, 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 yeah. It can't. It can't. I don't think you can do it there, lah. That one is totally. I mean, live is. I mean, we 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 the best we can do is get reactions from very. Yeah, but but. Various people. Yeah, but def- definitely not not not. <laughs> Uh, we, unless unless I get better equipment, which I, I can't afford right now. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> which which brings us into donations and support. Yeah, if you want us to do more of these kind of things, uh, we got a link that's there. So please do drop us a line. Uh, just click it. Can click any amount. Of, it, it, you know, want any amount that you want to donate. That'll be great. Um, enough to buy us our kopi, kopi o kosong right now. But we won't be upset if there are big amounts. Yeah, we won't, we won't, of course. If we can afford that, that Starbucks, venti. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't, don't buy Starbucks. Eh? Buy, buy kopi. Eh? Paper, yeah. but more money for gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Correct, correct. Jeez. <laughs> mm, Starbucks overrated anyway. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yes. So, so please do that. Uh, and thanks, thanks, Bart, for taking time out, man. Thank you, Bart. Thanks to, a lot. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we'll see you at another gig and stuff like that. Yep. June 9th. June 9th. Yeah. June 9th. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Okay. It's on the, it's on the calendar. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Thanks very much, man. Uh, and we'll see you again soon. Yes. See you. See ya. Okay, it's good to get some uh, reactions from the ground, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, of course, you know, for me personally, I've known Bas for uh, quite some time. In fact, we, we kind of met on uh, New Year's Eve, if my memory serves me right, right? And that's how we kind of got to know each other, and it turned out to be a beautiful friendship, mm. right? <laughs> so that was great, right? We really connected on... Like music like basically mm. and, and, and that was all kind of needed and uh, it was really great to have him on this show yeah, right? yeah because it's... this show <laughs> means a lot to me so it's great to have someone yeah. who has a unique uh, almost I wouldn't say outsider but at least a unique perspective yeah, correct. on our local scene yeah. and, and someone who puts the time and effort into <laughs> spending time right with you know with gigs and with artists yeah. and with bands and, yeah but I mean Again, like like what we're saying, like you, you should you should like, just go check out one of the. If nothing else, you know, you can just make it a bucket list kind of thing. Been to a local gig and then take it off. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on the genre of music that you like, of course, I wouldn't recommend people who like classical music to go for a metal a metal underground gig. You never know. But there's a lot of classical music in metal. Yeah, that's true though. That is true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for for listening in to this uh, episode. And uh, again, like I said, tell everybody about it and then uh, click the bell so that you will uh, get notified of the next episode that's coming out. Okay. And uh, yeah. Okay. That's it, right? Yep. Okay. That's it. Cheers. See ya. Yep. Ciao.